Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. We are returning after having a pretty real conversation with one another. And that was talking about the part of us that's never satisfied. We approached this episode in not focusing so much on what does being content and what does a happy life look like, but more in the lines of are the things we are looking at and looking towards and indulging in the things that are really making us happy? Are these the things that's really going to give us that fulfillment? Or are these temporary pleasures? Are we pouring into a cup that has no bottom? And meaning whatever this is, it holds no weight for us. We are never going to be content or we're never going to be sound in whatever that looks like in our life. So let's let's look at that analogy for two seconds. If you are extremely thirsty, right? Let's just say you just went for a 10 mile run and your body is craving and in need of water. You pick up a cup, you pour some water into it, and then you try to throw back the water to drink it and you realize there's no water in the cup. You think I might be tripping, So you pour more water into this cup and you throw it back and the the same result happens. You finally look in the cup and you see there is no bottom to this cup, right? Are you going to continue to pour something valuable, something that your body needs, something that your body is craving into this bottomless cup? No, you're going to find a cup with a bottom, a cup that has some foundational structure that's actually going to have the ability to hold the weight and all that you're putting into it so that you may be able to pour the water, and, and I use that in air quotes because we're talking about the things that we value, into this cup so that it's actually holding it and you are getting satisfaction out of what you are putting into it. In the same way, when we talk about never being satisfied, If you are constantly pouring your time and your energy, all resources you have into something that is not holding any value for you, you put money into it, you put time into it, you put energy into it, you put emotions into it, you put all of you inside of this thing and it is not reproducing anything beneficial for you. Instead, all you're doing is pouring more and more into it and you're never gonna feel satisfied. When we are looking at our goals and when we are setting our goals, make sure it has some substance. Make sure it has some substance for you and who you are. And when you look at it, it's a reflection of you and where you're trying to go in your life. There has been times I had to reevaluate my goals. I had to ask myself, why is this so important to you? Why are you going after this? What do you get out of doing this? And after doing this, are you truly gonna feel happy? Is it actually pouring into that cup of significance, life importance, being content, being happy. What What is it doing for you? So when we're talking about never feeling satisfied, and this is the thing, like I said in the last episode, this is a topic that has many 
theories, approaches, all those different things that's supposed to tell you why you do not feel satisfied in your life. And I'm just taking it from the standpoint of maybe you are investing yourself into something that is not going to give you the same benefit and satisfaction as something else that truly holds weight and value to you. So migrating into this week's topic, I have many times referenced how I motivate myself and I motivate myself through visualizing success, visualizing what it's going to look like when I have X thing that I'm trying to work towards. What is it going to feel like me saying that I accomplished it? So for my motivation, it is the visualization of the success. I feel like with every tactic, there is a counter tactic that is potentially just as effective is very dependent upon the person, their personality, and just what are those things that actually get them going. And I came across this study by honestly just being curious, if visualization of success just doesn't do it for you, what is another mechanism or tactic that you can utilize that will invoke the same or if not certain emotions in your body or within your neural system that will produce certain thoughts or certain feelings to help motivate you towards your goal. So I took a dive into learning about visualization of failure. So what is it? What does this look like? What the heck are you talking about? What does this mean? It is self-explanatory and it is in fact the complete opposite of, of course, the visualization of success. Visualization of failure is where you are centering your motivation around the negative outcome or negative repercussions of you not doing said goal. So we'll approach this with a simple example. If you have a goal of going to bed early or what is deemed an adequate time for your body, right? That's six, seven, eight hours, whatever your body needs. So you feel more energized, less stressed out. Uh, Your level of anxiety is reduced in the morning. So using the visualization of failure approach, you are gonna literally tell yourself all the negative outcomes that can happen if you do not accomplish said goal. In this case being not getting your, and we'll say seven hours of sleep that you know your body needs to be functionable. So this might be you are more short-tempered. You get frustrated faster. You are unable to focus. You are less productive. You can even get as specific as the impact is going to have on your routine. If you fail to get your seven hours of sleep, that means you're only getting four hours of sleep which means that you're probably now rushing in the morning because you are trying to get that last bit of sleep, the, you know, snooze every time your alarm goes off. Now you're rushing in the morning. So you're more inclined to uh, forget stuff or you're not gonna be able to make your morning coffee or whatever. Those are the different things that you can utilize in the visualization of failure approach. Now, I understand this approach does not work for everyone because the impact of using this approach is in the same way of visualization of succession is a play on your emotions, play on your mental. If you are producing negative thoughts, it is going to impact your emotions within that moment. Honestly, in some people, it may cause you to respond in frustration, but for others, it may cause you to respond with feeling more motivated. I tried this technique. And I will tell you, this technique only works for me 
if I have a clear mind. So if I'm already overwhelmed with my day or I already am utilizing this visualization of failure tactic for another goal of mine, if I try to keep adding that on, I'm telling you, it is not a very good result. And it's because my mind is already trying to compartmentalize and prioritize, okay, well, which one has more of a negative impact on us? And depending on how you view negative situations or occurrences, everything might be a level 10 of impact for you. So this method may be effective for some, And honestly and truly, it may be effective for maybe a particular more minute goal. So that might be a goal that is being off your phone every day for at least an hour. A negative impact might be you are exposing yourself to copious amount of blue light. You are overly straining your eyes. It could increase your lack of sleep, resulting in possible sleep insomnia. While the health effects is a big deal for someone thinking about the negative impacts that are associated with being on your phone too much might not cause or set off triggers for them. Something more triggering could be something dealing with physical health or finances. So constantly associating negative thoughts of which can be 100% true, but associating those negative thoughts with those big ticket items in your life like health or finances can do the opposite effect and cause a person to be less motivated and more worried, concerned, and anxious about whatever that goal is. So I wanted to introduce this approach to you because it is successful for some people and just based on research, it does indicate that this visualization method of failure is more successful than the visualization of success. But you know, I always have my own views when it comes to data and how it was collected and what type of control group and all that stuff that was happening there. But but nonetheless, the data, and I say that in air quotes, has shown that visualization of failure has in fact been more successfully impactful for people when it comes to achieving their goals. I do think that knowing where you are mentally, knowing where you are as far as maturity is concerned, and truly knowing how you respond to different motivations. I'm gonna use this this analogy really quickly. Let's just say there are, you. your goal is to, to lose weight, right? And let's just say that it is a health concern is something that you needed to do. So you decide to sign up for a personal trainer. You have one personal trainer that leads and motivates through encouraging words and just help you to constantly see the end goal and why you're working towards it and why you're fighting towards it. And then you have another personal trainer that yells at you, curses at you, calls you all types of names to evoke some level of anger for you or whatever that's supposed to look like with that tactic. Which one are you more inclined to work best with? For me personally, I have always thrived in a setting where I am getting motivational and encouraging words in a respectful tone. But for other people, their motivation, their drive may in fact be stimulated or aroused from that mechanism. So all in all, why did I introduce this method to you and what do I see as benefit from utilizing this method? One, visualization of success may not do it for you. 
You may need to genuinely scare the loving crap out of yourself for you to really jump on the bandwagon and get with the program. And two, plan on the psychological theory of not wanting to fail or even experience the negative repercussions of not following through with it can be a stronger driver for you. All in all, there isn't harm in seeing if this a method that works for you, but in the same sense, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I do say that loosely because it is... (laughs) Because that term is very dependent upon what we're talking about. But essentially, if visualization of success is something that has been getting you through and getting you forward, especially through those tough times, then hey, stick with it. So as always, I hope that everything that I have given to you within this episode has been beneficial for you. There is no one way of doing things and there is no one way of getting to a goal. This podcast is simply here to be another tool in your toolbox or toolkit that can help you achieve your goals. As always, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. See you next week. And thank you so much for being part of me. Mm